de Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome, welcome, you and all, to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast, where we talk about Latino everything. I'm your host, Crispin Valentin. And today, before I get that, follow us on YouTube. Don't be playing. Before I get to today's guest, very special guest, she actually has been here before. She's doing an update on the things that she's been doing. So right now, we have the owner of Melissa's Catering Food Truck and many other jobs. We have Melissa Torres Ramirez. Hello. Hello. Good Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. It was fun the last time. Yeah, absolutely. How you doing today? Good. Thank you for driving through the rain. We have a yeah. tsunami going on out there. You know, some of us women, like I struggle driving in regular weather, yeah. but rain, it's a challenge. <laughs> you know, I always, like every time I see a rainy day or a snowy day, I always post something online about like, you need to slow down because you like. Am I the only one that remembers hydroplaning from driving school? No, I actually learned about hydroplaning the hard way. Yeah? <laughs> yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> you have to slow down. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get this started, but we have another Preguntas al Chile 2.0 just for you. Okay. Preguntas al Chile 2.0. The graph is still going to say Preguntas al Chile, so. <laughs> okay, this is a little shorter version. Ready? So last time you chose tacos, but would you prefer al pastor, carnitas, or bistec? Steak, no pork. Flautas o tostadas? Tostadas. Enchiladas o chilaquiles? Enchiladas. I just made some yesterday. Ceviche o vuelve a la vida? What is vuelve a la vida? It's kind of like almost the same thing, but more stuff. They have like, they have. So I'll go with ceviche. Ceviche has this, the fish. Vuelve a la vida has octopus. Has oh, no. Like that, okay. No. Oh, ceviche. Well, it's kind of like a cocktail de camarón, but mm -hmm. more. Okay. Caldo de res or caldo de pollo? Depends on my mood, but I would say caldo de res. Caldo de res. Okay. Agua de piña, melón, or sandía? Piña. Mangonada or rusa? I don't drink. No, those are not alcoholic drinks. Does it just those those mango nada, but no chamoy. No chamoy on it. Okay. Black beans or pinto beans? Pinto beans. Pinto beans? Okay. And the last time you were here, then I, I started asking this question just to get everybody's perspective or everybody's idea of what the word means to you. So when you hear the word Latino, what comes to mind? What does it mean to you? Or do you have like a definition or anything that comes to mind when you hear Latinos or Latinas? Being Latina means to me, um, well, I, I love, I love it, but it's all, for me, it's all about culture. Mm -hmm. It's all about where representing like where you come from. Um, definitely, of course, I was born and raised here, but for me, I feel like I am Latina because I definitely represent our authentic culture. Like when it comes through my food, mm -hmm. through my decorating, um, the way that I treat people being very family oriented right. for me, being Latina is representing your culture. Absolutely. Pretty and much. remind me again, the generation that's been here as far as your parents Seven. and, and they're origin originally from, do you remember? You know what? My brother actually did like a tree not too long ago yeah. and he posted on Facebook. If I want to say he said from Matamoros. So, so y'all never been to the motherland to Matamoros or anything? It's seven generations. It's well, kind of hard. I mean, hard. I've been to Mexico. Mm -hmm. But and and I would stay um, through the summer with my stepdad's parents. Mm -hmm. But 
I never knew my family that was from Mexico. Oh, wow. Because there's seven, like, my great-grandmother, her parents, were they were they were still even from here, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, we're seven generations from here. Yeah, it's a long time. It's yes. a long time. Okay. And people so- always tell me, how do you speak Spanish? Like, and how do you cook like that? Well, one thing that my great-grandmother instilled in us, mm-hmm. well, with me, is food. Yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, that, and then you have again, like we mentioned last time, your ancestors giving you that. Yes, that sass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after we interview, what happened? I know you got a. You told me you got a little emotion and everything. Well, how you feel? Any feedback did you receive from the interview? I received a lot of feedback. Um, I had actually a family member tell me that um, they're like, you know what? I found out things about you I didn't even really? know, and I was like. Yeah, I kind of like I'm a very open person. I'm an open book. I really mm-hmm. don't um, leave it. You know, my grandma always said, si tienes algo que decir, no te muerdes la lengua. Like, mm-hmm. don't yeah. bite your tongue, you know, like say what you need to say. So I feel like the some people like to be very private mm-hmm. as to where for me, I feel like, hey, like you're going to get you get what you, you you get what you see. You know, like I'm going to is that how it says you get you, you see what you get. You see what you get. <laughs> I get confused. You see too. what you get. Yeah. So I mean, for me, I mean, I had a family member. She was like, "Oh, I didn't even like. I didn't even know you were doing that. Uh, you were working at that corporate. A lot of, I, I got a lot of negative feedback from starting to work for somebody else mm. because I've been on my own for so long. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was something that I, I was, I was intrigued with. It was something that caught my attention, and I feel like you never. I don't like to live with regrets. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I don't make decisions based on my emotions. So I always say like, Hey, if I want it, I gotta go get it. And it was, it was definitely an experience. Okay. So let's talk about that. Um, so the last interview we had, you were in the position of with a corporate company Mm -hmm. and now you're no longer, you're doing by yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So what was your experience like, um, as far as what you learned and your takeaways from when you were there uh, at the time that you were there? Well, the team that I worked with, um, that I worked with closely, that were my uh, business partners, they were great people to work with. It was a Mm -hmm. a group of four great gentlemen that I worked with. And um, I learned a lot from them. Um, I did learn that corporate world is not for me (laughs) Um, just because maybe it is because I'm Latina. Maybe it's because I'm a woman. I don't like to be told what to do. Yeah. You know, when it comes to my food, um, I'm not a recipe type of person. Um, so I it was hard for me to put my food on paper. It was hard for me to yeah. um, have to constantly explain or train um, other people to do what I do, mm-hmm. to do what has taken me years to do. Right. And um, I felt like I was giving a part of me away and mm. I didn't like that. Um, for me, I have to feel some type of sense of control. Like I can't control the people around me. I can't control, um, what goes on, you know, what other people do. I can only control myself, but working in the corporate world for me was not having any type of control, not even over myself. Um, you're constantly having to be on a schedule. You're constantly having, being told what to do. You're constantly questioned, where are you at? What are you doing? I haven't. I feel like I had like 10 parents, you know, and (laughs) it was definitely a big challenge for me. And um, mentally, 
I was not okay. So I felt like the best thing for me to do was just to move on. And I want to tell you, like, since the day that I've stepped out of that type of world, I have been nonstop busy because working for that company, it took a lot of my time and, and not more than anything. It took a lot of time away from my family. Mm -hmm. And I, um, my kids didn't like that either. They were just like, so they told you about, Oh it. yeah. No, my son constantly, I would come home. Like, he's like, I hate your job. Mm. I'd like, can you please just like quit? But financially it was in the, when at that time, you know, earlier la at the end of last year, it was a good, you know, financial position that I was in right. and it, it did, it helped my family. But for me, um, money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I I do a lot better on my own because I, I did give up a lot of business um, from people that were coming to me for catering when I worked for that company. I want to say I turned down at least 20 jobs in mm. those months that I worked there. Yeah. And um, and I wasn't happy. That's good. And well, for me, money, it's not good that you were not happy, but it's good that you made the decision to do what you needed to do yes. for, for your uh, happiness sake and you know, less stress mm -hmm. because corporate America does have that. But at the same time, it does make sense what they were like. I don't know if you took anything away as far as the way that it works to where maybe they were thinking upscaling once you have it. Cause you do have to, let's say Melissa's catering takes off and it becomes, I know you've done the restaurant before and it takes a lot of your time, but let's say one day you decide to go that route. You do have to have those steps down to make sure every single Melissa's catering is just like that. You know what I mean? So I see where they're coming from. But as far as the hours and everything, that's like super excessive as far as like yes. all the time that you have to do. I mean, I was working 18 hour days mm, yeah. and then still trying to, and still running my companies yeah. and then still taking care of my kids. And, you know, being a wife is like a, it's like three jobs. <laughs> I'll give it to you ladies because we dudes don't, we men sometimes, not every single one of us, but some of us don't give you that credit you deserve because I was telling somebody, I think it's Josie, uh, one of our artists that came in, like y'all really are the superheroes and the leaders of the household, right? Because you are most nowadays, it used to be a women would stay and, and raise the kids and uh, stay home moms. But now y'all go to the workforce also. And then y'all come back and still have another job of feeding kids and everything. And I'm not saying that's how you supposed to be. It would be nice that, you know, I'm pretty sure your husband helps you out the most, but it's still, y'all still get to do a second job whether you want it or not, right? Because your kids are always going to be dependent on you whenever you, like you're, <laughs> there was um, one night show did a question about, that question the dads because dads, the Father's Day is coming up mm -hmm. and they ask, uh, what, what's your child's uh, birthday? And like, <laughs> he didn't uh, where did they go to school? <laughs> it was her, one of them's birthday had just it was Jimmy Kimmel and like one of the little girls birthday my birthday was yesterday like oh yeah it was yesterday but then they asked the mom like oh what's her, her doctor's name this what is her school this what blood type this she was on point mm -hmm. and those things we need because we don't know we really don't so uh, salute to y'all ladies women and whoever this is the head of a household that takes care of it. Yeah, because I mean, there was, there was one week, there was one week that was, I mean, we were real busy. Like when we did the, mm -hmm. um, for the, uh, how do you say the car, the car show that we did in November, mm -hmm. um, I worked, I want to say those three days straight Ouch. just to prepare. My son was sick that week. Mm -hmm. So 
I want to say that Thursday to Friday and Saturday, I didn't sleep at all. Ouch. And then I want to say I got like maybe three hours the night before. And and then I was I worked all day that day. And then, of course, you know, we get we get back to where we knew we had to drop off the food truck. And then I got to go home and I got to prepare, you know, for the next week. So yeah. and and it was a lot because um I was running the food truck for them, you know, and I was, I created a food truck, uh, a whole menu. Um, uh, I created um, the recipes, you know, everything from that company is mine. Um, I created um, another. Well, is there intellectual property, but is your idea. They yes, put well, it, yes. And now you know how to do it. Yes, there, yes, there were my recipes and my, my menu items that were, that are on there. They, I've, everything is the, my creations. Mm-hmm. They were all my ideas. So- um, and then um, I created another type of, uh, so I've always done the, the meals like to go when I had with my catering business. Mm-hmm. And that was something that, I introduced to them as well. And I was doing that as well. And not only that, I was still trying to open the facility, help them open the facility and get prepared for that, that we were trying to do. So it was a lot. I was like, I was doing three jobs there, running my own companies and then taking care of my kids and my family. Oh yeah. You You were doing like four or five jobs at a time. So yeah, no, it was, it was just, and it was doing tax season too. Yes. And I do taxes and Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that, um, my clients are patient with me. Yeah. Because it was stressful. Let's just say 2021 and 2022, it has been like, I'm ready for vacation. (laughs) You need to take, I know you stay busy and I know yourself, you work by yourself, but whenever you can learn how to, if minimum, learn how to meditate to like calm down and and bring yourself. It's the music for me. My meditation is straight music. Whichever. Just depending on the mood I'm in, like Mm -hmm. my kids know don't mess with mom. <laughs> She's listening to like men suck music or, <laughs> That's funny. or, or she doesn't like her kids music or oh. what is the world coming to music? She's, so it just depends. Like you I got playlists of stuff yes, that they already yes, know what it is. Know, no, they, <laughs> That's funny. they know like, or, or they'll know when I'm in a good mood and they can come ask me for something. Yeah. So when I'm listening to like Selena or Carrie Underwood, oh, mom's in a good mood. Like when I'm listening to like my country music, they're like, oh yeah, mommy's going to be so sweet to us They today. can go ask you for something yes. and you know you're going to say yes. But when I'm listening to like Tupac or Biggie, they're like, oh, nah, no, leave her alone. Now. They're like, don't even, well, when I'm listening to Easy E or Dr. they're like, you know what, step away. <laughs> you know, going back on that, that one statement, not negative statements, but the statements that other people were saying about you. When we were interviewing, that thought came to mind. That like, I don't know how you're going to do it because I've been in corporate America, so I know how it works. And to be somebody that doesn't like to be told, just like I told you, I'm the same way. It just depends on how you ask me. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. So it did cross my mind, but I'm not going to interfere with people's, like at that time, that's what you wanted to do. And I think it's a, it's a big lesson to learn once you have gone through it, instead of somebody trying to tell you, instead of living it for yourself mm-hmm. and then seeing what comes out of it. And, and I think that it was for, I want to say it was more like, a, they understood my reasoning as mm-hmm. well, because they could see that, They weren't going to be able to control me. They weren't going to be able to tell me what to do because I'm a woman. I have selective hearing goes in through one ear and it comes out the other. And if it's not something I don't want to hear, I I like, I don't even hear it. I like will literally block it out. Or you can 
remember something for 20 years ago and keep it in the back of your oh your head until it's yeah. ready to be used yes that's why i said i have i have oh selective memory so oh, it's, yeah. it's all about what i wanted to hear so if they gave me a 40 if they said 40 words i probably mm -hmm. heard five <laughs> that's fine. and and that was just you know and i think that they realized that as well so when it was time for me to walk away um there was no argument you know, mm. there was just like, OK, yeah, because you're really not going to, you know, you don't want to do what we want. And I'm like, exactly. I don't want to. I'm I feel like I'm better off on my own. Yeah. Um, and I also think that being I the one thing that I want to say that I learned about working in the corporate world mm -hmm. is nobody will ever value your work like you do. Yeah. So I I felt like. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm not valued mm -hmm. for my work. And I don't think that anybody's ever going to value my work as much as I value my own work. I think it's the best approach to be able to feel good whenever you're done for the day that you put everything you could for whatever it is, mm -hmm. whether it's you or that company uh, that you gave it your all. And mm -hmm. then no matter what, even if they're not satisfied or acknowledging that you're doing a great job, you walk away feeling that you did a great job. So that should count for something. Yes. And that's the one thing about the employees that I have that work for me now, you know, with my catering business, because mm -hmm. I do have uh, four, four people that work for me um, and they're amazing. That's they that's literally will work five times harder for me than I ever expected them to, you know, they, uh, and they're with me. They're not like, we, mm -hmm. ju we just did AT&T stadium. Oh yeah. Oh, you got a, Award, some taco award. So, right? well, basically, I they I had like the longest line at the AT and T Stadium. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that I did Taco Fest. Yes, at Taco Fest, uh -huh. I did not see the end of the line until seven p.m. And wow. we we had the I guess VIP came in, and we fed like I don't I I want to say there was like maybe a little less a little over a hundred. What like, time did it start? Eleven. Eleven to eleven to seven, and you had a line. Most of the we time. were nonstop. People waited. I heard people waited over an hour and a half for our tacos. Ouch. And that's just because, okay, you make the tortillas homemade, yes. which is super awesome. Um, you know, it's the closest thing you're going to have to be in the most organic, even though it's still from Maseca, but it is the closest and the, the healthier option. Mm -hmm. So... From from eleven to seven, you had and you were making tacos the whole time. I was making tacos hechas a mano. Uh -huh. I was doing birria quesadillas. Oh, wow! So I had two comales going, and we had no umbrella. We were in dab of the heat. Ouch! So I'm a little bit probably more caramel now than <laughs> what I was when I did the first interview. They're yeah. like, "Oh, she got a little bit darker." Now I just got a little tan. A little tan. <laughs> so yeah, because I just recently ordered an umbrella for us because I realized like. I can't, we can't be on the comal and like just be in the constant oh, heat. Yeah. I had to like step away for a minute. I forgot my pickles. <laughs> so um, I had to like suck on some limon for a little bit with like some salt so I could kind of get a little bit more rehydrated quicker mm -hmm. because I want to say I drank at least 15 to 18 bottles of water that day, but they were just 
Yeah. So well, you play something or you got some award on that time. They gave you something, right? So it was, yeah, the uh, Best Authentic Tacos. Best Authentic Tacos. Mm -hmm. That's what you got awarded for. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And yeah. I, I've gotten amazing mm -hmm. uh, business from there. I had a lady wow. that actually was there from San Antonio. Wow. And she, um, she wants me to go and do her wedding. Um, and she said, she was like, I will pay for all your expenses. Mm -hmm. You come here. She's like, and I will stay. So she's going to pay for my hotel, for my stay. Yeah. Of course, because my staff has to go with me because she's a 300 person wedding. Ouch. And um, I'm just like, and she's getting married on a Friday. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm so glad it's in the summer because mm -hmm. my staff are, um, they, they're my, my daughter's friends. Mm -hmm. They're all uh, teenagers. <laughs> nice. And it's really cool because one of them is actually studying to, he's going to high school. He's going into the program to study culinary. Mm -hmm. So um, it's exciting. I'm, I was like, wow, like she came all, she's, she was here visiting from San Antonio. She came to visit, uh, I think her sister. Mm -hmm. And um, oh yeah, they were here for her bachelorette party. Oh wow. So they came out to the taco fest and- Toda cruda. Yeah, she- Get the best taco she ever. Had, she had like, she's like, she wants me to do birra quesadillas mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do tacos de fajita, uh, de pollo and tacos de fajita de res because my fajita is the real marinated fajita. I don't serve that bistec. The one that's already pre-marinated, you do it yourself. You have your own marinade mm -hmm, that you mm -hmm. do. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you, And I make it on the comal. We do it on the charcoal mesquite grill. You, you I do make all that. the fajita and the Man. fajita de pollo. Mm -hmm. You know what? One Was there any questions from the last interview we had that you're like, man, you walked away. You were like, I wish you would have asked me about this. Anything that comes to mind from the last time? Um... Maybe about my other businesses. Okay. Maybe. Well, let's talk about that. But first, before I get to the other businesses, I want to talk about when was it that you found out you were actually allergic to spicy stuff? <laughs> I'm just, I didn't ask that. I'm like, what? when did she find out? Did you get all puffy all of a sudden? Somebody so, gave her some chile. Like, ah. With my um, daughter's dad, my older daughter, mm -hmm. her dad, um, we had went to a birthday party. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I went home that night and I had, they had made like some type of guiso. I want to say it was like a guiso de res, but they had jalapenos in it. And I thought it was bell pepper and it wasn't. Ouch. And so I was eating it with tortilla and um, I had just finished um, eating like some, uh, some chips. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, well, I mean, this is a little spicy, but. No, I started like my tongue started swelling up. I started like blowing up. I look like the guy from Hitch. But was, was that it? the was, first time you yeah, knew? Because I had never eaten. I'd never eaten spicy food. Before. You never had a craving mm -mm. for anything like that. Mm -mm. That's wild. That even like it's in our culture, like Mexicanos, mm -hmm. even seven. We love like our spicy food. My parents went to Europe and they didn't eat not one thing spicy over there. And when the, they came back 10 days later, they finally got to to eat some spice and they were missing it because they haven't had it in over like almost nine, 10 days. Some people can't eat. Yeah. And they say que no comen a gusto. Like mm -hmm. they're like, the food is not even good it's, si no tiene chile. I mean. I, My husband is like that. I'm like that too. I have to have some kind of spice every single, like even if it's a little bit, I go to Olive Garden and they give me the flake peppers mm -hmm. and I have to have that at least too. I don't know. It's, it is addictive. You know that, right? Supposedly they say that it's a bit addictive. Mm -hmm. Like the first time you tried it, you'll remember the feeling for the rest of your life. And my kids are not like, they're not like my husband. They're not like, um, 
¿Cómo se they, They're like, ay, ustedes, ¿cómo tu papá es de México? And you guys don't even eat chile. My kids don't. They'll eat hot Cheetos. You know, but that's it. Or like the takis. But that's just, they don't eat like yeah. comida with chile. So, so they didn't blow up like you did at that time. So no. you straight up, just your throat closed? So my, my, my tongue started. So I started talking like that. Like that? Yes. And then serious? they were like, my, my dad was like, are you okay? I know, and right? I was like, hello. And then I, he's like, what's wrong with your face? And I'm just like. With a name and he's like the, like the scene hits like that Whenever yes he, yeah. and, and I was just like I had to I, he took me to the hospital and I was they were like they started they did like an allergen test on mm-hmm. me and they had asked me everything that I ate so they did when they did the allergen test on me they actually they um so they did some it was cumin I didn't even know you could do that mm-hmm. cumin garlic and they did the one for the jalapeno and then they asked me if I so they did like the um where you can't have like gluten or anything like that. What is mm-hmm. that called? The, that, uh, some, I know what you're talking about, celiacs, but or okay. so, celiacs or something like okay. that. When you can't eat that stuff, the, you're so, allergic to gluten pretty yes. much. Okay. So, the, and, uh, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I've been eating tortillas <laughs> my whole life, bread. Yeah. And so when they did the allergen test, they found out that yes, I well, was well, the tortillas too. can be gluten free. You have yes. that option to do so. Well, my maseca, my, my tortillas yeah. de, de maíz, those are gluten free. And one last question before I get to the uh, other stuff you do, the tortillas. So, I, if I'm not mistaken, you are one of the only ones that I've seen in action that does actually homemade tortillas. Is that something important to you that you yes. have to have them? Why is that? Because I feel like that uh, it's so easy to heat up a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Um, but it shows effort in your food mm-hmm. when you want to make it as authentic as possible. My goal to anyone who eats my food to who buys it from me that I cater for that I have an event with. I want them to always know that when I, anything that I'm doing for them and because of course they're paying me, whether it's yeah. $3 for a taco, whether it's, you know, $2,000 that they're paying me to feed their family. Um, it, they worked very hard for that money. Yeah. So I need to give them the best that I have. So why I treat all of my clients and I serve all of my guests like they're, part of my family. Yeah. So for me, authenticity, authenticity is yeah. very important. So it's very easy to heat up a tortilla on the comal. Yeah. Very easy. Every, everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. But how much, how much more does someone appreciate when you give them a little taste of home? Not only that, the taste, like you said, it's like, it's, it's a different space. Like mm-hmm. it tastes way better whenever you start doing like a actual homemade tortilla. So you are right. So it's appreciated. Thank you for doing that. Now, what else do you do? I know you do taxes and I know last time you were doing something else. I don't know if you're still doing anything with the adult toys and then mm-hmm. something else that you were doing. So what else are you doing so, so far? So um, I do event planning. And event planning. Um, I have right now I have four weddings and five quinceañeras that I'm planning oh, for wow. the year. I'm 2023. 2022. Still? That's all this year. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So I have... Two brides in August. I have two brides in October, one in September, and then one in November. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter's quinceanera will be in December. So I'm not taking any events for December. I've had to turn away quite a bit of business for December already. Um, mm. I'm still doing my Thanksgiving desserts, but I'm not going to do anything for yeah. December because my daughter is at, towards the end of the, the year. It's on like right close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we have, you know, I don't want to have any stress or have any reason to not have 
everything right for her party because she already warned me. If you mess up my quinceanera, I'm just owning you. for life. <laughs> no, but that's good, though, because there's so many things that can get on the way, especially when you're planning something mm-hmm. for the family. Yes. You know, so it's good. Okay, so taxes for sure. Mm-hmm. So you're done with that. No, There's, I'm still doing taxes. <laughs> the late people? With well, I have, I, have, um, I have clients who mm-hmm. actually have their own businesses. Oh, so, so I have do to do quarterly, quarterly, taxes. quarterly taxes. And then I, I do accounting for a couple of, mm-hmm. of clients. I keep up with their expenses and everything. Um, and I pay their, their monthly taxes and their the ones that they paid at the comp and controller. Did you do something with your accounting? You just learned this based on what you've been doing. I took a few classes mm-hmm. and I'm actually this. I next month I will be getting my notary stamp and trying to, so I can be more prepared for next year. I want to be a um, mobile notary mo- too. Mobile notary. Those Ma- are in high demand. And yes. They make some good money. Yeah, because um, sometimes they be like at a bonds person. They'll need it like at eleven o'clock at night. And that, and then the mortgage industry, mm-hmm. you have to have a notary to close. So that's mm-hmm. something. But you just make sure that you're not the documents if you're going to do that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's I, a lot more documents. So the that. person that that got me into it is actually mm-hmm. a client. She's a real estate agent, mm-hmm. and um, I catered those. her daughter's. Quinceanera. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she's like, you do taxes, right? And I'm like, she's like, why don't you become a notary? And I'm like, I've wanted to do that. Like, I mean, I'll pay for this yeah, stuff yeah, and everything. Yeah, she's like, no, she's like, but it's not just about doing that. She's mm-hmm. like, you got to know what you're doing because everybody will tell you, oh, just stamp it. She's like, but that's your no, name. That's she's your like, name and if you it. don't do it the right way, she's like, you can get into a lot of trouble. Like, oh, I'm way too pretty to go to federal prison. <laughs> but you do have to make sure that you yes. do it correctly because it is. Okay. So the taxes, the, uh, the, so pretty much th- that's pretty much what you're doing right now. I do a lot of the decorating for the events. I do centerpieces, backdrops, dessert tables, um, Anything that you can think of for an event. And then I have vendors that I use for my event planning packages. Like mm-hmm. I use um, my girl Rochelle anytime. Uh, she's an amazing baker. She does beautiful cakes mm-hmm. and she's not like a high price, you know, person. Definitely you get what you pay for. Um Sometimes I think that her cakes are underpriced because she's like amazing. <laughs> um, my friend Jay, he's in a, he's a good DJ and I use him in my packages as well. Um, and then I have a photographer uh, who's my god sister and, and a videographer that I use as well. Now I've seen some of the videos you put out for your family. Is that yes. did the work? Yes. It's nice. Yeah, he... Um, he the one that was doing them for me before he's he actually now works for a big company and mm-hmm. he's kind nice. of moved on from this so I use somebody else now mm-hmm. but she does good and so does he so I try to like and then I I've been doing deals with like venues mm-hmm. so I will exclusively send them to those venues and it actually um it's worked out I mean really good for me because I'm able to anybody that wants to do a party it's very stressful so if I can give them like at one one place to get everything that they need to get and they don't have to go anywhere else. Um, that works for them. Okay. I so. want to touch up briefly on something that I seen that you posted online. I don't want to n- n- throw names. I just want to talk about the principle in general, like whenever, because I think you're a good person, right? And I t- sometimes people do take advantage of the fact that somebody gets to put themselves in a pickle mm-hmm. and then you're as a good person, allow them to do whatever they need to an event and then they will take care of you later. Mm-hmm. But have you learned a lesson not to do that? Because it's just not 
unfortunately you have to, this is business right definitely you don't have to take care of it now or unfortunately we're not able to definitely. do the, that and part. she still hasn't paid well we're not trying to do no name dropping <laughs> no but, but there was a situation where something happened like that right yes. do you take any lessons from that at all whatsoever like even though i'm a good person unfortunately there will be people that will take advantage mm-hmm. of it up to so I have to completely 100% treat it like a business, take a little bit of the emotional part. It sucks for them, but it is a luxury to have a party. It's not a necessity. And it is true. I like that, that you put that. So yes, having an event is definitely, it's a very big luxury. Mm -hmm. Going out to eat is a big, is a luxury. That's why I don't understand people who don't tip. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't want to tip, then go to a fast food restaurant or eat at the home or eat at home yeah. or make an egg. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like for me, I've, I, unless it's bad, bad, bad service. Like if it's super extremely bad service, maybe a dollar just so they can learn their you lesson. Know what? I, <laughs> honestly, like anybody that knows me, they literally, and I know that they're watching, they will literally say, I hate to go out to eat with Melissa. My son calls me a Karen. Wow. 1,000%. Let me find out. The reason you tip good, you feel bad at the end of the night. Like, here you go. There's a hundred. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed I, <laughs> I tip. I always, any anytime I go out to eat, yeah. which lately just to, for me and my family because mm-hmm. of inflation, everything that's gone up, it's like a hundred dollars at least if we go out to eat like any, to a restaurant, you know, like if yeah. we're going to get like a good meal. So I would tip 20, 30 or $40. I've done it before. But if you give me crappy service and, and I like it when the waitresses, they'll flirt with my husband and then you like that. Yeah, no, I like it when they do that and they're nice to him, but they'll like ignore me and I'll be like, mm, I'm tipping you, sweetheart. I'm paying for the meal. Mm. And it's normally when I'm either paying for the food that they do that. And I'm like, yeah, tipper. I dare you. Oh my like, go ahead. That's funny. So, I mean, I, for me, it's it's hilarious that um, people do not understand that uh, for me, favors don't pay the bills. Yeah. So I've definitely, my contracts are a lot more like I make everybody pay like before the service is even ever done. That situation was a lesson, a big lesson to be there. Yeah. And I've tried to be as patient as I can and, it got to a point, yeah, I just had to like, um, I used social media to my advantage and, um, you know, I had to go through legal stuff to get everything done and still nothing has, you know, she's not, that person is not cooperated. Yeah. But honestly, I look at it like, you know, what goes around comes around. That too. And maybe there's an opportunity to, I, I don't know if anybody does it, to do a plan, like a payment plan up to that point to where the full payment needs to be paid before everything is done. Yeah, look, like, well, so like my brides, especially the, the, I have the ones that I'm actually planning mm-hmm. that I'm, that's that many that I just, the uh, five quinceaneras and the, and the four brides that I'm doing or vice versa. I think it's five and four. It's five and four. Um, they're, they pay me every, like almost every month. So they do their plans. Cause I've, I've been booked for two of these, things since uh the since the end of last year so Mm -hmm. i want to say that they booked me like in august or september of last year and um so they've definitely i have one bride that's practically already paid off her whole wedding that's what's up that's good and and she gave me a budget and she's like look i only have this much to spend and she's like so do what you can with that budget and i was able to do it within her budget and still thirteen hundred dollars less and then she's like well just keep it and i'm like 
Oh, that's nice of her. She's like, well, you're planning it. She's like, you're not charging me to plan it. And I was like, I mean, I'm charging you a fee. And she's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but you're not charging me enough. She's like, I haven't had to do anything. You know, I found her the bridal suite. I was able to, you know, and I got all her family together and did like a little bridal party for her. I do definitely, I I never charge Mm -hmm. for all of my work Mm -hmm. in any event that I've ever done. Why is that? Because I enjoy taking care of people. Mm-hmm. It's something that my mom instilled in me. It's something that, you know, my great grandmother, she took care of all of us and nobody ever paid her. And she never complained. She was a very, she was probably the most beautiful hearted person I've ever met, mm-hmm. you know, to this day. And I don't think that one of the things that she would always tell me is if you're going to do something, do it because you want to. It's not always about the money. Mm-hmm. And I, I do have clients that'll tell me, you know, um, well, I want catering, but I can, I only have like this budget and they'll be like, and I'm like, okay, well I can do this for you. And do I make a lot off of that event sometimes? No, but there are some, they give me a bigger budget and I will tell them that I can charge them only this much. And they'll give me that extra money. Mm. They'll just give it to me. So I say that it's actually for me. It's if I don't get it from one, I always am able to so, get it from so the other. So pretty much what you've seen is that it gets paid forward. Yes. And then with that, I'm pretty sure that helped build a clientele because mm-hmm. they know how you work and things. Okay. So let's talk about the uh, the vegan taco we talked about before, the options and there's different kinds of stuff. And then you didn't believe me and you went looking to it and then what happened? What you find? So I created, <laughs> I did come up with a recipe for a vegan taco and I named it after you. Well, I, I helped. She <laughs> didn't do it practically, but since I gave her ideas, you should name it. I, I went in so slick. You should name it Crispin, Crispin <laughs> so style taco. They're, so they're Crispin style tacos. How are they doing? They're selling, am I the only they, one buying them? No. Am I the only they, one buying the tacos? I, I actually, at at t Stadium, uh-huh. I sold out. You sold out of those. Mm-hmm. How many did you think you had? Um, I probably did about 75 of those. 75 of those tacos were sold that day. 70 Christmas style tacos were sold. <laughs> what? I appreciate it. Even though I'm the one that gave you the idea of the name yes. and, and the taco. But, That's why but, I named but, it after you. But then I tell you there's a, there's a market for it. There is. And there's bucks in it. I'm actually doing a wedding, catering a wedding. It's all vegan food. Really? So I'm exploring with recipes. I've had to. Yeah. I actually have have learned how to make cake mm-hmm. with with uh, almond milk, mm-hmm. which is oh my god! It's the tres so, leches cake. I want it. It's whenever so you're ready. Creamy. Oh, oh my, my god! I had never. So I traded the vegan butter mm-hmm. uh, for like the ghee for the butter uh, for regular like people use oil, mm-hmm. but I actually started. I've I've always used butter for the past few years and I actually did one with the vegan butter and then I started I did almond I did the milk instead of the water. Yeah. It was probably one of the moistest cake I had ever okay, tasted. So I I wanna order right now the there's leches cake that we had talked about, but the vegan one I wanna buy one. Now that's seventy people that you would have turned away if it didn't have that option for them. And I and I did a Just um, saying. I did an event uh the tenth of May. So, you know, that was the week that they had were uh, the, how do you say it? They were saying thank you to the first responders, to the, oh, whole, yeah. to the hospital workers. Mm-hmm. So I had, um, in Lancaster, I got hired for an event and I had great feedback. The one of the, a lady that actually, they bought quite a bit and she came out, she's like, 
are you the catering lady? And I was like, yes. And she's like, what did you use? She goes, because we've had, I've tasted so, she's like, I've never had anything else. I've always been a vegan because that's, you know, her, her, uh, mm-hmm. she's always been a vegetarian, mm-hmm. she said, but she's all, never been able to have like the black bean. She's had the black bean patty and all mm-hmm. different types of stuff. And she said that it's not ever, she's never really liked it. So she tried mine. She actually only got one mm-hmm. and then they came back out and they ordered like, like eight more. Yeah. And then they ordered like four more. And I was like, okay, so I, all my vegan meat actually finished at that place too. So yeah. Now the other thing that I would encourage you with to just explore with like the mushrooms or the natural stuff that we have, like, like nopales, mushrooms, and just uh, hikama. They're making freaking uh, I tacos. Make a hikama hikama. Not the hikama, the, the Jamaica. Jamaica leaves. They're making tacos oh, out of that. really? You, you can make tacos out of that. Because huh, I'm doing a, um, a hikama and mango salsa for uh, the tofu that yeah. I'm doing for this wedding. Yeah, Jamaica is the leaf itself. I don't know how they season it and they're making a taco out of it and it's freaking delicious. Okay. Yes. Well, you know So what? I just want you to explore. I know that they have the uh, other option for the other meats, mm-hmm. but if you can keep it as natural as possible with the ingredients like mushrooms and different things like that, because I have a really good recipe that I, I saw on TikTok for mushrooms, Oh yeah. but I'm pretty sure you can ramp it up to another level as far as what it is. And that's what I, I've been trying to, get away from a little bit of those processed stuff and things mm-hmm. like that, which is still a great option. Don't get me wrong, but I just want to keep it as natural as possible for me. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why sometimes I don't do that, but it's great to whenever I see a truck, taco truck that has that option and then I'm able to eat that. Yeah. And now that I have a taco name, I'm <laughs> go get you a Christmas. Taco. In fact, we're going to take a small pause because she's actually going to prepare one right here. And I'm going to do a review right here uh, as soon as we finish doing that. So we'll be right back. And we're going to do a live testing right here. If it already had it, but it's going to be fresh and I'm going to give you an honest review. We'll be right back. Tacos. 
Alrighty, so we are back. We have the Crispin style tacos. They're vegan tacos. So we're going to give it a, a quick review. Y'all have no idea what happened to, to get those tacos right here. Let me just tell you that. It was a lot. So let me go ahead and do the way you do it. You put the... Oh, I can smell it. I can, I can smell You know how you can tell? Okay, so explain to what it means when you're mad. So... I don't know why, but the the matter you are, you can always tell how upset somebody was by how their salsa tastes. She was extremely mad. I can taste it. I I mean, the kids shouldn't mess with me. (sighs) She was really mad when she made this salsa. So in our Mexican culture, whenever the salsa is extra spicy, is because whoever made it so was mad at that time. And then maybe they added an extra chili, whatever the case might be. But the salsa is always hotter if somebody was mad. Okay, so here it goes. It's actually going to be my second time trying this, but this is going to be my first time capturing it on camera. This is the Crispin style taco, the Crispin vegan tacos that she's making that I introduced her to the concept of vegan stuff because, you know what, making bucks. Here we go. They're going to make a gif here of his expression. If he passes out, I didn't, I didn't make them. I won't take responsibility for that. When a man is speechless, when he eats, my grandma always says that's a way to a man's stomach, uh, to his heart, is to his stomach. My husband didn't marry me for my personality. (laughs) Are they spicy? No? Good. I'm glad you can handle that. I'm busy. Okay, so the texture and the spice, like the seasoning in it, it's not too salty. It doesn't really taste like meat or not meat. It has its own way of like his own identity as far as the, the texture. So it doesn't taste like fake anything. It's just, it's really good. And then I like cabbage too, better than lettuce. And of course, avocado. Who doesn't love avocado? Get you nice fats in there. And the home tortilla, the homemade tortilla just takes it to another level as far as taste. It's like the only way to do it, honestly, tacos. I know everybody want to cater to everybody and do your own business with. But when you do a, a homemade tortilla, it's just another level of goodness. So, man, not because they're named after me, but you need to try one of these. They're so freaking good. I have had people mm. that think it's ground beef. Mm-hmm. So I've made that for for the wedding that I'm doing. I'm actually using that meat, but they want yeah. it ground beef style. So I'm putting potatoes, mm-hmm. fresh tomatoes, mm-hmm. like I'm doing like a picadillo. Like a picadillo type. Uh-huh. And I'm putting carrots, peas, corn. And I did a taste testing for them. And they, and believe it or not, these yeah. people, they are Mexican. 
They they yeah. actually um, are eating cleaner now. They they decided five years ago. Yeah. And um, they're actually getting married by the church. They're already married through the through the civil, mm-hmm. through the uh, court. The court. And so now they're getting married in the church. Mm-hmm. And they are having, all of the menu is going to be vegan menu. Wow. So we're going to have aguas frescas. Um, we're going to, and I don't put any sugar in my agua frescas. So sometimes I have to put some in my lemonade, but I'll use more agave, agave. than we anything. We talked about the last time we talked so, about So yeah, that. it's just, um, you got to watch out for some diabetes. I mm-hmm. mean, just because like, with our Mexican culture, we eat so much fat and the lard and the manteca. It's, and conchas, everything we have, everything we eat, it's like, yeah, everything that it's addictive, it has sugar. And and, and don't get me wrong, it's okay to hear once in a while, do it. Yeah. But if you want to reduce your sugar and everything, the, the conchitas that we talk about, you know, all that, it does add to all that. And us Latinos are most susceptible to, to diabetes. So we really do need to be careful what we eat and not overeat. And man, this is really good. Not again, not because it's named after me, even though I give you the idea to name it, but it's so freaking delicious. It's so good. And I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm glad you like it. All right. Well, it was I, a struggle to make those today. It was a very, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Maybe I will give you the backstory later on, but oh my God, it was freaking crazy, but it's delicious. Okay, your contact information, just do the social media or where can they find you if they want to book you for an so event? So on, I'm on Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm Melissa's Catering. Um, and I'm on Instagram under the same name, Melissa's yeah. Catering. Um, my cell phone number is public. I'm going to shoot you a menu so you can actually post that if you want to. Yeah, we, we um, added My on event that. menus. So I do taquisas, I do private events, and I'm not prejudiced to 15 people, 100 people, I have done intimate taquisas where there's 25 guests. And then I've done taquisas where I've served 300 people. And just doing Texas Stadium, it was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Be prepared, be prepared, be prepared. Because yeah. if you think you're going to only need a certain amount, it's always better to take extra. So yeah. I always over prepare. That's good. All right. So if you hire me for 300 people, I'm going to bring food for almost 400. Because when the caterer runs out of food, it's the caterer that looks bad, not the guest of honor. (laughs) And I appreciate you. Thank you very much for coming back and giving us an update. Good luck on everything you do. I hope that um, the vegan and everything, the whole menu that you're doing and everything keeps. And I'm pretty sure the lessons that you had as far as what you had to go through is going to take you further. So I appreciate it. And yeah, we don't make mistakes. We learn lessons. Learn lessons. And the fact that you're an entrepreneur, right? The fact that you're willing to take you know, feedback and make it happen into a reality. And with everything you've been doing, again, entrepreneur, being a woman, uh, a woman in business and doing all that, uh, you, you to me, are a global land factor. So, Melissa, well, you're you. a global land factor. Thank you for being here. Thank you for naming this taco service to me. <laughs> we're going to have to uh, go because I have to be busy right now. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. Once again, remember, we are just like you. We are the spice in this melting pot that it is the world. Until next time. Bye. Hi. Esta tierra. Oh.